0: Hi everybody, welcome to Volume 6 of Outspoken Outtakes. Uh, What this is, if you don't already know, or if you do already know, is um, unheard content from past episodes. So not, not clips of old conversations that you've already heard, but parts of the conversation that you haven't heard yet, or maybe entirely different conversations. And uh, so sometimes they're out of context, and sometimes that's kind of fun, I think. Um, so, this is one of many breakout segments that I am making, have made, and planning to make. Um, I'm really excited about another one I have coming up. I'm working on the theme music because everything has to have theme music. And um, yeah, so we got Hypocrite's Corner. You can find that in whole breakout segments or buried within episodes, maybe. Um, That could be true of any number of little secret things that pop up. So let's talk to uh, two of my lovely and brilliant friends. And I'll talk to you on the other side.
1: three days after i got out of high school i drove up and became a bike messenger <laughs> holy shit In state yeah so
0: you've been here since then yes so you were you were 17 or 18 or yeah, something wow.
1: 85 and um yeah i worked as a messenger you and must have
0: I, been one of the first girls doing it In that there were a few
1: we were pretty there were not a lot of us yeah um
0: was that a fun gig i did it for a little while just covering for a friend much later but you know like in the night in the mid 90s i did it yeah but did you like it at, like i
1: them? i did because the way i grew up i did not want to be a stripper uh-huh.
0: you're pretty clear on that <laughs>
1: so i was like huh okay so the jobs you could get where you can make more than five bucks an hour <clears throat> right. stripping bike messenger so and retail was like five and and so i was like And all my friends were doing stripping and they were like you should strip you totally you know just like just do it don't worry about it and i was like i'm not worried about it i don't care about any of the you know whatever
0: yeah you just didn't want to
1: well i just saw so much growing up that i was like
0: yeah it's not a fun
1: i'd rather not because i mean the chances of getting addicted to someone something or someone yeah exactly (laughs) seem higher there, I think you're, just riding a bike,
0: yeah, I think you're definitely right. So, yeah, <laughs> I was like, are... that
1: was all it really was just like, well,
0: that's a, an informed choice, yeah.
1: I don't really want to be a
0: was ever you had friends who were like at the lusty or something, or just tons, like, yeah. And yeah.
1: and in Vegas, too, a lot of people straight out of high school would do that uh-huh. and just to go to college, right? And it makes sense, and I it's mean, legal, mm-hmm. so they, they were. And I it's mean, not really well, also sex work. I, 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 was thinking of that, but I didn't say it because I didn't. I was thinking I don't want to out these people, but I'm not <laughs> mentioning who they are. So, so there was that whole sex work thing, which was a part of growing up too. And not a, I didn't, we didn't have any moral, like my family didn't have any moral obligation, or what, what's the right word, um, objection, uh-huh. because it was just a job. Okay. So
0: there was never any religious, anything. Parents or... atheist. Okay.
1: So just, but I just thought like they're all heroin addicts. (laughs) They don't like what they're doing. They don't like their job. Yeah, they don't like
0: the men that they have to be around. Yeah,
1: wasn't it? It didn't seem like it was healthy. Yeah. Cool. So comparatively speaking, I think bike messengering was a lot healthier, and the guys treated me really well. That's good. It was like as a couple of times I was the only female at a company, and everybody was really respectful and nice. They. Apparently later they told me all the stuff they would say behind my back but I never knew so it was fine yeah this is that's okay I felt like I had a good experience yeah okay that's good I don't know that I loved it that was hard
0: yeah it is hard it's yeah. hard work
1: and I did it for seven years Wow yeah
0: did you do all manner of packages and not like yeah. all sizes and shapes and stuff
1: and I even did motorcycle for like oh a cool year. I, on my dirt bike
0: yeah? yeah what kind of bike did you have
1: I had an XR 500
0: on oh wow a 500.
1: It wasn't um it wasn't street legal.
0: No. You just went you just went for it? Did you ever Costume get pulled over?
1: Care. No, they would just be like, Whatever.
0: Oh man, I miss those days.
1: Right? We didn't even have helmet laws.
0: Could just kind of be yeah. like take care of yourself and yeah. and be left alone to do that. Yeah. That's never gonna happen again nope. in our society. Unless, gonna... unless our current model collapses and right? like completely collapses.
1: Yeah. They they don't trust you with your
0: yeah. We're not allowed anymore to be to to manage our own affairs. We have to have it done for us, and we need signs all yeah. along the way telling us right to step back or to move over or to mind the gap or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's it's something I noticed in my job because my students have to ask me to use a bathroom,
0: which and I'm like st- uh, sucks. Use a yeah, go. just go. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: not supposed to say that, but.
0: But it's, it's, that's more. Why would you? <laughs> it's more humane. Yeah. It's like, you don't.
1: Why would you have to ask somebody's permission?
0: Right. And if you're a kid who has a condition yeah. or like might need to go more often than others yep. or drink lots of water, you know, yeah. it sucks. You get stigmatized immediately. Right. In that setting. It's yeah. Like, high school, no. No, that... you don't get a first warning. You're no. just immediately known as the, you know, yep pee break girl or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know. so, yeah. So, well, so... yeah. It's, that's where I really notice it in my life. I like, notice
0: it kind of everywhere because I feel like it's just getting tighter. It's like the trash compactor in right. Star Wars. I just feel like yeah. I'm like, every time I look up, like, oh, well, there's another restriction that wasn't there a, a week camera. ago or, and mm-hmm. another fucking camera. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be surveilled in every yeah. moment of our lives right. and told where to stand and what to do and yeah. how to do it. How it's do true. we, I mean, I'm planning to resist that in in, in any and every way, but. Uh, you know, when it really comes down to it, how the fuck do you resist, you know, militarized police?
1: That was a good question.
0: When you're a a civilian. I mean, you just have to be in numbers, I guess. You got to have a serious mob and be willing to lose half of them.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You kind of have to like, you you can't really be afraid of it. I think that I told myself that a while ago, like when you could see the fascism piece starting... To become normalized, it was like, well, if you're afraid, then you'll just accept it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's my fear is that it like, I mean, fear does lead to complacency because you don't know how to act when you're in fear. Yeah. If you're you're living in, if you're in anticipation of fear, you can't, you freeze. But but when fear, when when something fearful arises, you do know how to react. Yeah. You you just do it. Your body, your body and your brain communicate and like do this and you do it. Yeah but this, the amount of energy and time we spend thinking about what right. is scary out there Warrior. cripples us. It, yeah. it, it completely, you know, uh, paralyzes us. Yeah. So I don't, and, and that, and that's by design. I mean, it may have not been that's in true. the beginning, but now it certainly is used as a, to, you know, TV and all, all of the other diversions that our society yeah. has to offer are perfectly designed and they work really well yep. to keep, People from doing anything, you right? Know? Keep them from standing up or speaking up or doing anything <laughs> out of line. You know, you're just encouraged to stay right in that groove, and you get punished if you step out.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. More and more so too, right? Every so,
0: day. Yeah. So you must, as a teacher, you must, and as a as a, you know, resisting. I'm also in type. the union. Yeah, I'm a
1: union executive board member too. Oh, so. awesome.
0: So, you but you must. Be trying to instill in your kids some sense Definitely. of like fight, fight for what's right. And oh yeah. For, you know. Yeah. So how overtly are you able to do that, in given the curriculum that you're that mandated to follow?
1: I think one of the nice things about my colleagues, and I'm not speaking about every last one of them. I've I've had a few stinkers um, uh, but haven't we all <laughs> in this profession yeah um but teachers are generally in it you, I mean there's a, there's a lot of first year teachers I mean people are that's first career but a lot of us are coming from all kinds of walks of life right. and doing it because it's 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 like you reach a certain age and then you want to s- sort of uh, be of service Serve, yeah. yeah and so a lot of my colleagues are in it for good reasons and when i was i was asked to be a curriculum person for this project it's weird to be a computer science person mm-hmm. <laughs> because i'm not trained i'm an I'm, i have a degree in painting and a <laughs> master's in design and a <laughs> teaching credential in art but wow because of my grandfather and just that aptitude i was always able to use and fix computers and so I and including programming them and so it was never something that was off limits, but as it changed in this area, it's 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 so much creepier than it was when it first was a thing around here. Yeah. Because it was a nerdy sort of little niche fringy. Thing yeah. Like nobody really looked at it like Right.
0: Like a like a career path. Yeah. Or, or... You're gonna
1: be a billionaire or whatever. Right. Yeah. In fact it was like, Why would you do that? But um but aside from all of that tech stuff that happened here, that piece, um, I came up in that world with all of the weird, um, I want to say Mondo 2000 people, and, the, um, and I'm not a Burning Man person, but a lot of those people that are yeah. inno- innovative um, with the technology right, in terms of making things and sculpture and yeah. art and music and... So, Did you hang
0: with like the, the research lab little bit, guys? Yeah,
1: know? and um, just always around makers, and so my my background just was always woven in. And when I ta- I taught at a college called Expression College, uh-huh. and I taught uh, where's so that? It's in Emeryville. It was okay. started by these people that met at a TED conference when TED was really small. Really? Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Yeah.
1: So they they. St- There's, they had some billionaire investor from the Netherlands who gave a bunch of money. Anyway, teaching there was like teaching technology and audio and, um, I didn't, I didn't know I wanted to be a a high school teacher at the time, Mm -hmm. but I liked showing young people how to use this stuff. So when I transitioned into, I I ended up working at CCA, like I was telling you about Mm -hmm. for, um, doing mostly technology but nerdy AV stuff. Okay. And but then um I worked for the district in in a teaching role for a year and then I was asked to write curriculum, computer science curriculum. Wow. For a couple of years and for K through 12. And so but I said the only way I'll do this is if we make it about trying to diversify the workforce in this city. Really? Yes because That's cool. we don't want any more of these like...
0: Yeah, just this one Hoodie bros from right. Akron or whatever. No offense to Zucker the Hoodie bros. bros.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I said, you know, that it has to be a certain way. And in fact, some of it I think is, is going to be, in my opinion, how to create things that are opposite of surveillance culture and opposite of, you know...
0: Good for you. That's...
1: And people went for it. Like nobody really, really protested. Yeah, everybody's. And this was, um, this was happening under the Mayor Lee, you uh-huh. know, world. Yeah. Where that pushed for a big tech. Tons of and, tech. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I don't know what to call it. Um, Too much tech. Monster tech. Yeah. Uh, robot monster that would kill you. Tech. <laughs> yeah. Mech- mecha Godzilla tech. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So I was when I when I took the job doing that. I was like. So we have to be focused on, you know, kids of color and female right. students. and Good for you. It's only That's awesome. do it. And it worked out great. Good for and you. So, so you've actually
0: What I'm teaching that, is how...
1: part of that, what I was able to help shape. And um, I tell my students all the time, like, you know, if you want to do this, please don't do it just to make money. Do it and, and do it to, like, focus on the things that it's – Best used for like modeling climate. Yeah. <laughs> like NASA data. Yeah. Modeling climate. What Saving does that look like? How Earth do we? Yeah. How and... do we use it to actually impact? Yeah. Something aside from just everybody getting. Richer. And lazier. And <laughs>
0: lazier. Yeah. Yeah. This. The. And yeah. And more complacent. More. Yeah. Whiny. Yeah. More, <laughs> yeah. More entitled.
1: Big, more entitled and more more helpless
0: well that's so cool that you're telling them that so they can at least see that there is a different value system if if they've only been told like do this because yeah that's where the money is right. and it's a good you know because i think a lot of the kids who are entering yeah. that career for the first time they're yep. coming out of college right. and getting these jobs yeah. that are like a jackpot job it's exactly. like you get to do exactly what yep. you want hang out with all the people that are just like you yep and make shitloads of money, yep. and go play in a city that's you know, it's inaccessible to almost everybody yep. on the planet. Right. You, know? you get to use it as your playground. Yep. It's pretty fucked up. Like that's not a good model for for. First of all, they have no life experience outside of their their sort Little of bubble. pampered channel, you know. Yeah. And of course, there are exceptions. I can't say that every single right. buddy, no, every but... person that, but but you can look around this city, and anyone who's lived here long enough can yeah. see. There is, a, there is a type and, well, and there's a wave. It's like, like a what happens to
1: Dolores Park after a weekend. Oh my God. That, that was a thing before. It never, ever. Yeah.
0: For I mean, forever. San Francisco, forever. that park was one way. <laughs> yeah. And then those fuckers showed up yep. and it's a disaster. No, it's Every like single... Uh,
1: mom will clean it or yeah, nanny somebody, or... Somebody or will do it. Tanner, or, the gardener. Or, yeah.
0: The gardener who is now a trash person all day on their shift... Yeah. I mean, it's a it's disgraceful the way that place is left. Yeah. I, it really infuriates me. It's terrible. I can't stand litter. I want to go punch litter bugs right? in the face you when it, I, when you're I just see like... it. I've come very close to picking up things and throwing them back into people's cars. And, you know, I know I'm going to get shot doing that someday. But <laughs> I saw this woman who, I mean, you could probably find it if you search, but she was like this renegade. I think it might have been in Europe. She was on a motorcycle and mm-hmm. had a tinted, you know, screen mm-hmm. and she would just wait in in parking lots of fast food restaurants and as soon as somebody threw shit on the ground she would race over to it on her bike cool. scoop it up wow. follow them and then wait for them to stop at a throw light it awesome. signal for them to lower their window and throw <laughs> it in and sometimes it was like the remainder of like a chocolate shake or That's like badass. everything it was just like burger fries wow. and drink all in your face you know and then she'd just haul ass off and by the nice. time they figured out what had that's happened awesome. it's so great yeah. like that's like that was my type of superhero yeah that's, that's what i would do i would be like that renegade definitely you know, litterbug killer <laughs> you know
1: well because it's the ultimate form of disrespect to everyone Everyth- to everything
0: to every to, to mother earth Your and entire... everything down the line yeah every person around you yourself yes everyone it, it's literally it's littering. kind of hard
1: to believe that we have that
0: it blows my mind
1: yeah As meth became more popular, because everybody's working graveyard, right? Right. Like, there's more and more casinos, and people yeah. have to, like, work all night. So. And
0: everybody tells everybody else about it. Yeah. Like, hey, this works. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, you're a hotel maid, and you got to do 400 rooms. No, I'm exaggerating. Probably, like, 40 or something. Yeah. But it just... A is, lot. It's everywhere. And, so, and the
0: strippers and the, like, yep. the cocktail. Everybody. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And mm. so, yeah. So, they... So they stay married. They have a kid, um, and then there's some rival drug dealer. He had like a second home, where he had the lab. Like blew it. He blew up. The oh, rival no. drug dealer blew up the lab
0: intentionally. Like went yeah. there and blew it up. Wow.
1: And I don't know if he wanted anybody to be in the lab, but nobody was in the lab. Oh, that's good. But anyway, it was like. But it was a big the news story, right? <laughs> like a neighborhood house in flames.
0: Was it in a neighborhood that you never would have no, suspected? No, you not know.
1: And so he ended up in prison for. I think he got sentenced to 20, but did 12 or something. Wow.
0: That's pretty significant. Yeah. So that was how they that's broke out. That's when they <laughs> broke out. Yeah. Good, wise choice. Right. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Kind of forced it on her. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that, was, that was where so that was. So that's went. how you
0: got to go to the mint. Did you do any other fun and stupid stuff that you probably shouldn't have? Yeah. Because all of the time. that guy or or, yeah. or for other reasons? Well,
1: like, you know, one of my, my mom's brother, he was kind of like, he was amazing. He was a junkie, but he had this old Chevy, like probably twenties, thirties truck. Nice. It was as old as Those a Those so oh, cool. Yeah. So cool. So beat up and uh-huh. so broken down, but he just kept that thing going. And he the had, Sanford and Son's truck. totally, he put a camper shell in the back that he made and he would put me and my brother in the back or I would be in the back. And he would, my brother would get to be in the front or something. I don't know. It was always like just really uncomfortable. But Uh we would go out into the middle of nowhere to old mines and old like like springs and just just to to go exploring. Well, and and to try to find um, artifacts. Wow! From the mining era and the Native American and and that's so cool. Yeah, it was cool. We would find a lot of stuff. Yeah, he found a Winchester rifle.
0: That's nuts. That he
1: cleaned and. Was fixed.
0: Left from the freaking Civil War, just hanging out. And, no idea and, how it was there. That's n- no nice. idea.
1: <laughs> Some pioneer, who knows, Weird. right? Wow, yeah, there that's was just, such a cool thing to do. Bull, like a bullwhip, we found a bullwhip, but a lot of um, Indiana
0: Jones was there.
1: Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of arrowheads, a lot of fossils, a lot of. Um, but as a
0: kid, like what a what a fun! Oh, it just great. seems like it's incredible to go out digging in the dirt, finding stuff I like that. See rattlesnakes. Oh yeah.
1: One time, I remember like digging around near this, this hot spring and um, digging up a little nest of baby rattlers oh, shit. and being like, I'm out of here. She's <laughs> like poking you knew. it with a stick and, oh, what's under here? That's making some noise. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> and were there a ton of them? Yeah. And they get riled. They're right. just
1: like a little nasty little snarl. So. Right. And um, their venom is the yeah. worst. Oh, yeah. The babies. And I knew that. So you I, did. I just took off. That's good.
0: Did you ever, you never got, did anyone you know ever get bitten?
1: Um, He, 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 somebody was, he was with got bit once, but hmm. that was, so he was really careful about that. He was always making sure we knew how to spot it. We uh-huh. spot, we saw, we'd see that stuff all the time. Scorpions and rattlers. Were there bobcats too? Yeah. And they're beautiful. I, st- I, I, st- love those yeah. i would like to have one as a pet me too i always i
0: want a lynx i want a pet lynx yeah right so incredible yeah
1: and you could probably if you got it as a tiny little feet little semi-fetal yeah you could probably do it you probably could it might not eat you
0: yeah probably yeah eventually maybe if you when you get weak
1: yeah you know? when you're old yeah you fall
0: if you're gonna get a pet lynx or bobcat do it when you're young
1: yeah get it when it's young
0: get it when it's young and you have to be young enough to fight it (laughs) when when it turns on you How because I, I know that within myself, I have the capacity to do to get out of the car and help an old lady cross the street, mm-hmm. and I also have the capacity to be insanely angry at a person over, Enraged. yeah, like right, like just through the roof, super, super unreasonable anger over something mm-hmm. as minuscule as you can imagine, yeah. So, how, like, how does that contradiction? live in a human heart?
2: I have no idea. I mean, I I know that it's in there because I feel the same way. Okay. Um, I don't know. I've, I've lately, and I think it's probably because of everything that's happening in the world, but I've found that, that I do have rage and I do have anger and that when it comes out in that, way it's very like i look back and i'm like absolutely mortified yeah
0: immediately right yeah like second well it, it, after like, it trails off a after
2: bit. the adrenaline burns yeah, off exactly. like you know give it a couple minutes and, like, and then god, it's just like it... oh my god yeah oh my god i'm a terrible person yeah like, who who was that who did that i know and i think i think that that just comes because i've seen it happen in my parents uh-huh. less tolerant more anger I think it comes with age and just seeing the same shitty things over and over yeah. and over and over again. And also with everything that's going on around us and like the, it just piles up crumbling of the social contract and the, you know, it
0: that's making everybody angry right now. Right? Trying
2: to be a good person, but constantly being beat down for it. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that kind of stuff just gets me so on such a deep level. I don't, I can't, handle it like i don't know what to do with it you know Mm -hmm. like the injustice of it where you know people are just corrupt and lying openly and getting away with it well just and you can't do shit so that's like to me that's that's like just a rage amplifier oh yeah and there's no outlet for it because it's all futile like you feel like that's why people are tearing each other apart right now in the streets they have no outlet for their anger so they're just directing it at, at each other Mm-hmm. even though they're both <laughs> victim of the same circumstances yeah.
2: well I mean okay how, so okay. So, how do you let it out you know I, you, you be angry or you try to fix it that's my big thing is mm-hmm. you know trying to fix the problem you know if I'm angry why am I angry is it, is it just because of the driving is it because of the politics is it what mm-hmm. is it and then I just address it you know
0: how far do you get with that assessment Like, can you separate things and see like, oh, okay, I'm really mad today because, you know, Kavanaugh is a piece of shit and this is happening or, you know, can you see it? Because when I, when I try to reflect on that stuff, it doesn't really distill out into any clear picture. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, well, there's this, 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 and this, Mm -hmm. and they're all in there. Everything's there. And they're just shitty. It feels shitty right now. Yeah. I can't really remove any aspect of any, you know, I can mm-hmm. look at them. I don't feel like I have control over certain aspects of each of those situations. So I feel stuck and I'm angry. And what do I do? You know? What, so, I mean, you got to have an outlet, right? Are yeah. you, or are you going to boil over and create an outlet, which will be like smashing somebody in the face or something, you know, which seems to be how Americans work out their anger.
2: Yeah. Um, I try to, st- I try to stay busy mm-hmm. and I also isolate a lot I self isolate
0: but that's not a great that's not like a healthy thing right I mean staying busy can be good but it's also can just be a distraction
2: Bus- and, yeah and, and busy isolating. creative um, proact- busy creative is great busy creative proactive
0: okay well that's a di- yeah that's you know, good busy
2: good busy you know
0: but when you isolate what are you doing are you trying to avoid the world Yes. Yeah.
2: Very much so. Me too. But I'm an well, introvert. I've always,
0: yeah, I've always been that way. Anyway, mm-hmm. but there just seem to be many more reasons to yeah. do it now. So many more things to avoid as you get older.
2: Yeah, and I've been embracing my introvert. Me too. And it it, it kind of makes it, it rather than fight it.
0: I think that's a recent phenomenon. I think I think being allowed to be an introvert is a recent thing. In society. People people are like, Oh, okay, we can recognize that as something now. It's not it's not just moody people. It's people who actually need you know, physically Mm -hmm. need to go recharge or they're gonna be a mess.
2: Yeah, especially like my boyfriend, he has to he has to be social all the time. Not like in a social butterfly way, like, you know, party you know. Right. But he likes to sit at a bar with old people and and talk. talk to them. Okay. And if he gets to do that a couple of nights a week, he's really happy. That's cool. And I can do that. But I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm okay.
0: Pretty much every time I'd rather not.
2: Yeah, pretty much every time. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna be in my house and just putter and yeah. be in my own little world.
0: I know. And and the thing that's like that's never a problem for the person who does that. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you see it as an issue that you do that? No. Is it an issue for your boyfriend or for anybody?
2: No, and he understands it now. Okay, good. But did it
0: take a while for him to?
2: He did. It did take a while. Yeah. And it took also like a little bit of my own self-discovery to go, I am an introvert. Yeah. You are not. Right. You know, and this is how I have to deal with it and this is how you have to deal with it.
0: That's that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: hope I hope that we stay together forever because I, I've never <sighs> been with anybody that is like so willing to learn and pay attention, and 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 not in an overly like let's talk things out sort uh-huh. of way. Like he's just oh, genuinely that makes anxious. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And he'll actively work on that. Thing and we do you. it together. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's a real relationship. That's yeah. like the work that you need to do to make it
2: totally. work. Totally. Like we're adults and like mm-hmm. okay that pisses you off. Why does it piss you off? <gasps> oh because of this. All right, yeah. Fine I won't do that.
0: That's awesome. As yeah. it should be. Totally. That's great. So he gets anyway. that you need to stay home and do your thing. Mm-hmm. Does he, is he ever bummed that you're not like coming out with him? No. He's cool. He gets it. Yeah. That's great.
2: Because he lives in Oakland and I live here and it's It's not, it's only 12 miles away, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it takes forever to get there. It feels like an eternity. Yeah. Yeah. So we only see each other on the weekends. And Uh so when we see each other, we, when we're together, we're together and, and that's it. And then we talk every day. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. I hope you stay together forever too.
1: Yeah. He's a good one. (laughs) He's a good egg.
0: So when you are at home Mm -hmm. and doing your thing, Mm -hmm. are you happy?
2: That's funny. Um, for the most part, yes, but I do check in with myself and ask myself, am I happy? Am I depressed? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Am I, um, I, full disclosure, I smoke pot and sometimes that's like my own internal therapy. Mm -hmm. Like I'll kind of get into a loop and, and you know, am I happy? Am I not happy? Why am I doing this? Am I doing it because I don't feel, I call it puttering, like just everything around the house. Yeah. Am I doing this to make, to create control in my world? Right. Or am I doing this because it needs to get done? Um, If it's because I need to create control in my world, why, what do I feel? What is out of control? Mm -hmm. And how do I feel about that? And sometimes I'm just really just getting shit done. But, but other times it's like, I don't feel like I have control and I need to, I need to maintain control.
0: And you sometimes feel that right in the moment while you're doing, like you're Mm -hmm. organizing things, and you're Mm -hmm. you're aware that you're doing it for that reason. Yep. Huh? Have you ever have you ever been able to then, like, broaden the the focus of that, like, right there? Just be like, oh shit. Well, what am I, like, what am I? What what is my fear? What's the thing that I Mm -hmm. am losing control of, or what I feel is a?
2: Yeah.
0: Have you been able to to access anything?
2: Yeah. It's usually it's usually pretty simple it's because of work you know am i am i hustling enough do i have Mm. enough dogs am i am i being the best person i can be to my clients um
0: you don't think it's more like an, an older psychic thing like something a hit to your psyche that feel like or or like what you mentioned about the fear of war when we were growing you know when we were Teenagers, like, is that the? Because that's the kind of stuff that I think. Well, for me, that registers as trauma, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't think of it that way, or they don't. Probably a lot of people don't like to talk about it that way because they they would compare it to actual, like, to war. You know, mm-hmm. if you've been in war, you have you have a right to, <laughs> yeah, ha- you know, claim PTSD. But if you were psychologically you know, tortured or manipulated by an individual in your life, Mm -hmm. you don't somehow. Or if you do, it's kind of like, come on, get over it. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. But I know that you kids have trauma that carries with them for life. If they don't, if they're not able to work through it or address it or somehow have one of those magical.
2: I think that, that, that comes out like that comes out in my independence. Okay. Not so much in my need for control and, my stubbornness and independence comes from like, you know, people letting me down mm-hmm. or hurting me and me just saying, okay, well then I'm just going to take care of it myself. Right.
0: You feel like if somebody's unreliable, then yeah. you just got to, that's how, I, do. That's how I deal with that. Okay. The, the control thing do you thing feel is... the disappointment? Like, do you hold on to the, the disappointment toward that person or do you, are you able to let it go?
2: Yes and no. Yeah, a little and, of each, and a little of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm estranged from my father, and sometimes it bothers me, and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm really bummed that I don't have my father in my life. Yeah, but other times I'm like, well, it wouldn't be very healthy if he was right. So, you know, you go back and forth.
0: Yeah, you know, but it. But if yeah. like if somebody lets you down, and, and it's sort of. Unequivocal, like you know that person fucked up, and they they know it too, but they never say sorry or they never, you know, no amends are made, no effort to correct. Are you are you able to let go of stuff like that, or do you carry a grudge? If, I carry if, a grudge. Yeah, me too. I,
2: I do. I have. I I mo- I let almost all of it go, and I I hang on to one wisp. Of, really? Yeah.
0: Is it and is it like a specific? wound or like a a piece of dialogue or because I mine can get so it's so specific yeah
2: tell me about yours because well
0: I just know things like there's there have been things that people have said to me just so totally in passing super off the cuff no harm meant you know Mm -hmm. and it just stung me for some reason like the way it was said uh even if there's absolutely no intent Mm -hmm. to do harm I could still hear it a certain way and feel—I uh, don't know—it would just somehow hurt my feelings. And then, until that, sometimes I would just carry that around like for years. I'd just be like, "I like that person. Everything's great. There's no no issue between us." But mm-hmm. there is that one thing that they said that one time, mm-hmm. and it bugs me still. You know, and that's weird to me that I'm that—I get hung up on these like really
2: tiny When's your details. Aries Aries What about you? Sagittarius Oh Um That's interesting Cause I If Mm. some If that ever happens with me Mm. I ask someone Like I don't Like I wouldn't I don't
1: Okay How do I
2: I hold Grudges But I still Tell the person That I don't like what they did Yeah That's good. Yeah, because I don't like, because I don't want to carry it around. Yeah,
0: no, I, I, I'm down with that philosophy. You take or that policy. You tell the person. Yeah. That that upset me. Yeah. And then they have a chance to respond.
2: Exactly, or explain, or or
0: apologize, or apologize, or any of those. Yeah. But but if none of those things happen, then Mm -hmm. then I feel like. I feel wronged I feel like yeah I told you that what you said hurt me and you still don't care you mm-hmm. know you still don't want to make it right or do anything you know so that and and in some way I'm ready to write people like that off because it seems like they don't if that's not a value mm-hmm. that they hold it's not really somebody I want to hang with mm-hmm. if you're not concerned about whether you're hurting somebody's feelings or not when you're talking to them
2: mm-hmm.
0: not really a friend I'm looking to have yeah for listening everybody those are my friends Michelle C and Melissa B uh, you can find them Their full episodes uh, number 24 and 26 respectively and I oh, I wanted to say uh, thanks to the gentleman listener who emailed me to give me a piece of some advice I, um, I genuinely take to heart any constructive criticism. Um, I really, really love feedback uh, about the show, about how I'm behaving, about anything, everything. Um, it helps me learn how to be. So reach out to me if you feel like it. Um, you can email me, email at com. You can send me a message or comment on Instagram. Um, uh, at Outspoken underscore podcast. I am currently counting up last year's episodes, one through 36, and giving a brief synopsis of each. So if you want to check out Instagram and see what episodes are about a little bit, that would be a good place to do it. All right. Love you guys. See you next week.